somebody just dive in with the intro surprise. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the official podcast. We're breaking all kinds of records here. It's your four typical standard world bre- record breakers, Jackson Clark, Andrew, Charlie, and Kyle. I gave my last name because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mentioned this right before recording, but we don't like to talk to each other just on the fear of losing valuable podcast material. So, you know, Billy's record for King Kong was recently exposed as just a giant fraud. So that sent me down the rabbit Billy hole. Billy who? Bill, Billy Mitchell, if I remember and, right. And what is his what is his tagline? Uh, the King uh, of Kong. He set the world right. on fire. So for those of you unaware, not in the loop, Billy Mitchell was the go-to man for Donkey Kong records. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're false. Allegedly, right. Yeah, they're, they're fake. Allegedly. And, uh, so I don't know how many... Uh, how familiar you you are with video game records? If you're not, I'm beyond surprised. But apparently, their record keeping consisted of just tell them what you got on a game, and they'd post it on their site, Twin Galaxies, because yeah. some dude named Todd Rogers would post unbelievable high scores. Like for a uh, fuck, one of them was I think it was a Donkey Kong game. And now, no, Charlie, you are you are missing details. It wasn't you just told them what score you got. You would tell a referee who was officially licensed by the site to set records. Mm. But what he would do is he would tell his friend who was a referee and just be like, "Oh yeah, I got this score. You can validate it." And it, he would just have people on the inside validate. So, yeah, scores so for he him. had connections then. Exactly. Well, yeah. he he also worked. He worked for the company and put his that own too. records in because yeah. some of his scores, like one of them being fifteen million, when second place was like ten thousand, shit like that. They and first well, found no, out but that they also have to submit video evidence, which yeah, no, they didn't. No, they, not not for older games. They didn't have to back when recording was really about. difficult. Well, like Atari twenty six hundred Dragster being a big one. Why was he the only one that cheated not the system? Because some people, believe it or not, Jackson, have morals and integrity. Also no, being but the that's king how of... this guy got caught. This how Bill yeah. Mitchell or whatever his name oh, yeah, is, no, no, not how t- he got caught. I'm not talking about Billy Crystal Ball here or anything. I'm talking about Todd Rogers, who is the, the one who recently just got everything revoked. If he, Like his Twin Galaxies oh, records okay. were impossible because like some of the games, one of them, it, everything was a score of like by five intervals, and his score came out to like... Seventeen million and ninety-eight, which is impossible because the scorekeeping is by <laughs> Why five. Why did he choose a score that wasn't possible? The reason he got caught is, um, it, it, I think the reason he got caught is the funniest one. He was playing a game for the Atari called Dragster, which was, I mean, like imagine Atari twenty-six hundred, literally one button controller, most simple game you could make. It was just a, a, a drag racing game. You would just try to dip the fastest time off the line to the end. That was it. He said that he had a record of a 5.51, I believe. But according to the fucking people who made the game and tons of people who deconstructed it line by line in the game code, it's only possible to get a 5.54 as the fastest time. But he's like, no, I, I, I beat it. I, you know, the, I beat, I did it. I got they the did best that for time a ever. Games. Yeah, one of them was like, one of them was like a barnyard helicopter flying game, <laughs> and uh, what they en- ended up doing is just taking out all the obstacles because you'd have to dodge obstacles, which would slow down your time. So they took out the obstacles, just had it fly from start to finish with nothing in the way, and it couldn't even get close to his record time that he posted. Yeah, it's a, it's insane how long he went. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we're missing to, something. Shout out to Apollo Legend on YouTube for exposing these frauds and, you know... Uh, Keeping up the integrity of the speedrunning community. <laughs> it's it's just astonishing how he was able to get away with it for so long. How no one until now said, you know, this might be bullshit. 
Yeah, you know, if you well, why not? If you ever played the game one time, you'd realize exactly. the scores went by fives, and this man scored oh, like a, a fifty million pretty, in ninety-two. I did pretty good. What did I get? Seventeen thousand. Oh, what's first place? Ninety-eight million. Ah, oh, that's not <laughs> fair. That's like every game today, though. When I look at it, mm. yeah. It's like, I mean, you like, look at when I everyone play, else playing and they're so much better. Yeah. They, like I, PUBG. I can go on YouTube right now and be like, how the fuck would you finish Breath of the Wild in 30 minutes? Cheater. Mm. Cheater. Well, yeah, they, they have video footage that. of that. Yeah, though. you can watch that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Todd Rogers no, just no, no, pulls it out of his ass. Yeah, and they can There's fake no the way footage. to fake video footage. Yep. Well, no, Literally, they live no stream way. it, Kaya. Yeah, and they still get caught cheating while live streaming. That's true. Check out that guy's channel. He has, he has several videos on people getting caught cheating while streaming. I'm not I'm not denying that there are cheaters in it, but I think that the number of cheaters is less than there it's, is. Well, yeah, it's that's far what I'm saying now. though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When I look at a high scoreboard and I have like my score is ninety one and I look at somebody who has like two million, that's normal to me now. I just suck at games and there's <laughs> freak agents out there somewhere. You just admit defeat now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean, no, that's that wasn't my argument. Like I can't do it. I mean, it must be cheating. But <laughs> just saying, like my first assumption is no, they're probably not cheating. Why should they? They're just better than me. It's not exactly a Herculean task. You know, I just suck at video games. But I'm just saying. Also, they can cheat while streaming. These motherfuckers, they try. This yeah. guy who made the channel, he's really he's good. He actually tried to doctor a video of himself beating. One of the Zelda games, I don't know. But he intentionally faked it and he showed on video how he faked it and he submitted it to that Twin Galaxy page and they verified him as a record holder. Yeah. How so is that, get around how that, is that shit. still up? I, I'm just baffled, no but that's They're still getting up. a lot of shit now. They used well, to be... Well, Twin Galaxies. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be like the, the premiere, like, oh, this is where all the competition hits, but now with all this shit going on... This is just... where the testosterone goes. <laughs> the rubber hits the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just astonished that, like, I, I, I get having that little man... <laughs> it must be... So, I'm sorry, just that. How long has it been around since fucking Donkey Kong and Drag Racer on the Atari swatch whatever it was called yeah. just it has to be the biggest cesspit of autists from the 60s it has to be a horrible place yeah is there any like fresh blood in there no i can't imagine anyone going like directly to twin sticks whatever it's called to start their careers in speed I, I think like the last active member on there was like in the early 90s and then apollo legend every now and then just on there to expose old men <laughs> It's like he's like debunking all the myths from ancient Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at hieroglyphics, it can't, can't be possible. Well, I, I just, I just, I am astounded that it took until now how no one who would like play that game to speedrun it would ever look at that and go, "Okay, that score might be bullshit." I get normal people not seeing it, but you know, well, no one just, no one cared. Yeah, I, I think first of all, no one yeah. fucking well, cared. I think one that was of the, the records. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot which one of the games it was. It might have actually been Donkey Kong or one of the Zeldas. But one of the fakers, the cheaters, they, he actually went into the comments on one of the recent records to brag. And he said something like, wow, you know, I held the record back in 96 for several years. I'm impressed by you. And that's how he drew attention to himself. Jesus. What a dumbass. <laughs> Oh, can you man. imagine, I mean, knowing how all this is playing out, can you imagine if when Apollo Legend discovered this, he brought it up to the fucking review board and they just said, so? Like, oh, you're the only one who cares by this point. Everyone's forgotten. <laughs> Wait, oh, that record? Oh, we forgot we had that. 
Twin what? Who? Huh? Let me dust. Let me blow the dust off of our record book here. This is when we wrote it down. I'd like to also point out how Billy Mitchell looks exactly like Peter Dinklage in Pixels. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I can see it. That is Peter Dinklage. Is he? I don't yeah, this... know. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's <laughs> That's not Billy Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to be on screen either way, so who cares? That's yeah, well, Jackson might just to spite you. I'll I'll throw this. Please, one. it would be the first time. Google Pixels midget. No, not... <laughs> Google Pixels midget. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Thank that's, you, uh, Google. <laughs> Thank you so much for removing the view image button from your image search, you assholes. What is the deal with that? Why? Why? Why would they like bend at the knee to what's it? What's it called? Getty Images. What happened? Why? What did they gain from this? I didn't. What, what, Money. I, what happened? I'm in, in the dark. Well, on this you know, one. you know the show image button on Google Images where you can click it to get a like a get a full source. resolution image. Yeah, yeah. You can view the source of the image. Mm-hmm. They've removed that button and that function uh, because of you know Getty Images, like they're this massive uh, stock image site. Apparently, they don't want that button around on Google Images because it was driving people away from using their site. Who gives oh, a fuck? Fuckers. Money. It's a good button. Oh no, no, I meant who gives a fuck about Getty Images? Oh well, you you can't say that without being a dumb idiot. Nearly every big business website uses Getty Images. Really? I've you, I've never heard. Did, of have it. you ever seen a stock photo in your life? Ever? Chances are it came from Getty. No. I well, they're, they're huge, but Google is bigger than the universe, so I don't know why they would bend the knee to them. Because I would imagine money. Google's yeah, just. I really don't understand. Money. It. It's all money. All they want is yeah, money. Yeah, but Google could buy Getty like 10 times over and still have left enough money to buy Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Ow, and Saudi fuck. princes. Getty Images got him. <laughs> oh, God, Getty, Getty came to take me down. No, I Getty got hit him. my knee on my desk. But no, I bet it's just Google using them as an excuse so they have to, you know, they can remove the button, say, hey, just go to a website and also check out these Google ads while you're on the website. They probably make more money now. That's yeah, a good point. That's also a good point. That's smart. I mean, it's it's always just money. I mean, Google can do whatever the fuck they want by now. There's a good handful of companies these days. They could do whatever the fuck, and it won't matter. <laughs> Amazon, Google, yeah. what are some others? Apple, Apple could probably, and I could see them doing this, they could probably set out a fucking PSA right now and say, we will no longer ever be repairing any old iPhones. We require a new one, and they'll still make fucking billions. Well, Apple could literally say we're replacing our retina screens with the actual retinas of orphan children and still sell do you no think doubt. really do you think that would happen like that they would survive <laughs> something like that not, not like that you, but... you underestimate apple Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah you really do <laughs> they're so culturally ingrained though like if people attack them, then the whole brand is like kind of diminished at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you, no one's going to attack Apple. Everyone's so brainwashed; they're they're not <laughs> yeah, going constantly. After pe- pe- people constantly attack Apple. People like us, but it, Apple but Jackson, the, yeah. the thing is, they attack it, and then off camera, they go buy Apple products. Like everyone who shits on the iPhone is then going to go out and buy an iPhone for the most part. Yeah, what what phones do we have here? What phones do you guys have? iPhone. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm like a, I said, I'm a I also proud rebel with my Samsung Galaxy S5 Mini that mm. has the letters falling off on the back. You've still got that. Yeah, why would I upgrade it? That's what I said. I 
I am uh, rocking the Google Pixel. Same. Which is why I got confused earlier when you said Google Pixel's midget. I assumed there was a new small version <laughs> of their phone coming out. <laughs> Jackson, have you considered getting the Pixel 2? Oh, no, it looks awful. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's super shit. I don't know why they messed it up so bad. Yeah, it was a pretty good formula to begin with. I don't know why they went backwards on many of their designs. Like, with the first uh, with the first one when it came out, it was around that time when Apple got rid of the headphone jack and all that shit. Yeah. And they, ma- yeah. they made it like a massive statement going, we would never get rid of the headphone jack because we like our customers and all that kind of shit. And now the second one doesn't have a headphone jack. It's fucking stupid. It's like they, they their argument is we want to move forward in a way that technology you know, allows us to advance as high and digitally as we can. And with that, we need to remove the aux port to make room for it. And what they don't realize is that just makes it sound like, why the fuck couldn't you just advance technology so you could have the aux port and whatever this new fucking thing is you're talking about? We live about. in reality, Andrew. This is not the, the Star Wars universe. It's impossible. Can't be done. Except right. in one area, which is bedsheets. <laughs> State-of-the-art <laughs> fuck bedsheet technology. <laughs> Woven right into this company right here. Jackson, tell us about Brooklinen. Fuck, that's the first time I've gotten blindsided by ads in a while. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm trying to open it. Oh, <laughs> Even Jackson's off guard. Kaya got everyone with that one. Oh, Kaya Kaya's applauding this one. Shit. My tech, my uh, my uh, document technology isn't up to Brooklyn and standards, obviously. It's taken a while to get here. All right, so Brooklyn well, founded, in April, founded in April 2014 by husband and wife team. Vicky and Rich Fullop created this brand of high-tech bedsheets. Their philosophy, beautiful home essentials, but no crazy prices. No unnecessary markups or fees. Most bedding is marked up as much as 300%, but not Brooklyn. Brooklyn, these guys have over 12,000 five-star reviews, and they've been named the best of online bedding. From good housekeeping. Betting as in B-E-D-D-I-N-G, not like horse racing. What do you mean? No one says no. betting in a horse racing thing. Oh, betting. Do you mean betting? Betting. 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 Best of online betting, where you, like the stuff that you sleep in. So this is luxury betting underpriced. These are actually like really good bed sheets. They sent me uh, some to try, and I think they sent Charlie some to try as well. Still using. They're delicious. They're, they're very comfortable. They're delicious. Yeah. Well, they're just, they're, you know, they're delicious. There is absolutely no better feeling than after like a long day and you're super tired and you jump into like fresh bed sheets. These like amplify that feeling by a hundred each time. Even if, that even is if they're delicious. Yeah, I know. Even if they're like super like disgusting and you've pissed in them or anything like that, they're still comfortable. <laughs> if, if you're a, <laughs> and they're delicious it's after that bed too. Sheet ad, not still hugs. delicious. Adds flavor. Still delicious. <laughs> the absorbency is off the charts. <laughs> Don't piss in your with the liquid. Oh no, the observancy test. <laughs> Check out these ordinary commerce bed sheets compared to Brooklyn in absorbency. With no wings. <laughs> I always love that. No show flap. As a child, I never got that. Like, why the fuck do these have wings? So you can fly away where you don't have your period. So Brooklyn, and they, these are like legitimately good sheets, r- fantastic sheets, and you can get them from the comfort of your own home. You can just order them online. So you, today, we've got an exclusive uh, offer for our listeners. You can get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code OFFICIAL at brooklinen.com. They're so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. So if you do have a midnight spill, <laughs> they will cover you. 
<laughs> I promise. Brooklyn has guaranteed that. <laughs> so the only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code official at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code <laughs> official. Brooklyn, these are the best sheets ever. Read, read okay. that one more time just so who says not confused. What do you say? Double O. All right, so that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code official. Brooklyn, and these are the best sheets ever. Thank you, Brooklyn. Speaking of bed sheets, though, that brings me to another topical discussion. Did you see, I'm sure you guys remember this, the Honest Mattress Reviews versus Purple Mattress, I think it was, from last year? Do you guys remember that? No I idea. remember Purple Mattress being a big like marketing thing last year. Well, so this Honest Reviews mattress, what a fucking professional mattress reviewer, however pathetic that title is, apparently released <laughs> like a really fraudulent review of Purple Mattress, and they've been sued. And then it came out like the Honest Reviewer, loser, pathetic man was actually like working for a rival mattress company. So they had this like <laughs> this ongoing feud. It was like Ghost Bed, I think it was called. And Ghostbed would keep like slandering Purple online, and then eventually they, you know, they got legal representation. Hey, you can't keep slandering us. So then they made honest mattress reviews, and then reviewed Purple and said it's the worst thing ever. It's Kim Trails in the sky, <laughs> you know, it's turning our frogs gay. And then they sued them again, and now it's coming to court, and it looks like honest mattress reviews and Ghostbed's going to get some some hot water. That's going to be a hard midnight spill indeed. What the fuck kind of world do we live in that I can't trust my mattress reviews on? That's what I'm saying, especially when they're called honest mattress reviews. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure that my mattress reviews were up to snuff, up to code, so I added that honest tagline. And, and if you I go hear searching about this for anything now? with the honest tag, you're like you're searching for heartbreak because that'll never. There's never any honest reviews online, especially when it comes to mattresses. Now you can't even trust the yeah. honest one. True for everything, but who uses so many mattresses? go through so many yeah, that they need true. an active review of well, each. No, well, apparently... Like, when you upgrade once every five years or so, you want to make it count, I guess. So so his entire business model relies on return customers on a five-yearly basis? No, I, I think what happened is uh, Honest Mattress Reviews was the long con. They launched like a, a reviewing mattress company or uh, oh. online's presence out of pure spite of purple. So they'd review a couple other mattresses, kind of like, you know, when an assassin takes out a bunch of innocent people to cover up the real target. Like the Russian election hacking. I I guess that's one thing to compare it to. Pretty much hand-in-hand, basically, with mattresses. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of how it went, to my understanding. But yeah, I I didn't know if any of you guys were reading about that, because it's actually kind of an interesting story. No, I didn't keep up with bad drama. Yeah, no. I don't know what the companies are. Purple? Yeah, pur- Purple that... Mattress and Ghost Bed. What's Purple Mattress? Is that a brand of bed? Yeah. It comes with like weird powder or something on it. I don't know. I don't get the appeal. I hope I didn't just paint a target on our podcast for Honest Mattress Reviews or Purple. <laughs> they're vicious, man. They're, they're fucking ruthless in the mattress industry. Oh, this Purple Mattress thing has a gimmick. It has like fish gills on the top. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's like fishnets or weird. something, yeah. I, I, I shudder to think how businesses like that with so little turnover make money or try to keep their profits good. I mean, if you make a product that people are only going to buy literally once every five years minimum, I just don't get how you can have such an influx of customers to stay like in the green. Because there's like 7 billion people on the planet. 
Yeah, but where I mean, wherever you are located, think if you're in not like a big metropolitan area and you sell beds, you know, how many people in that location are going to need a bed? Didn't Nearly someone on them. Reddit at some point find out that one of these companies was a money laundering operation? Because he I'm went sure on Google Earth and found out that four identical uh, mattress stores were on the same block. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't how, how does that equal? How does that equal money laundering? Maybe they use the other ones as warehouses or something. No, actual like regular stores, but four of them on the same little place. I don't know. Mattresses, I feel like there's a lot of going on. It looks like a shifty industry. I used to think that about like this really defunct bowling alley over in my area, but it turns out it's it's just a bowling alley full of weirdos. <laughs> Including you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he's He's <laughs> recording there right now. I'm a regular there now, needless to say. <laughs> well, I went in there to ex- uh, investigate, and then I ended up playing four frames. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a believer. I'm starting to see. Yeah. yeah, I'm starting to see what's going on. Do you guys have a game that you guys are super good at that you think you would be able to beat someone at, like in a, in a world record kind of? Yes. I used uh, to feel that way about House of Caravan. Uh, the Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy, when speedrunning was kind of like getting its grounds in popularity. There was only one speed run of that game, and it was over three hours long. And I, I knew with fucking confidence I could have cut that in half if I really wanted to, like, try. But now it's pretty well, it's pretty locked down. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't know that. Maybe they were cheating. You should investigate. All right, I'm going to look them up right now. Here we go. Charlie, what about you? Why did you stop House of Caravan? Somebody got an actual perfect score. How is it perfect? Like, as in Maybe the developer cheated. himself has come out and said that there's no better way. <laughs> I like how this is the new motivational thing now for all children out there. Well, maybe he cheated. You can be better. You can be president and an ast- astronaut. They cheated. The moon landing was fake. You can be first. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the newest fad. Mark my fucking words. Instead of, like, trying to be as good as other people, everyone's just going to say everyone cheated. I, don't, I still don't understand why it's a perfect score, though. It, it genuinely, like, a machine couldn't do it faster. Like, it, it is it is an actual, perfect, unbeatable score. But there could be a whole different method that there, you haven't discovered yeah. yet that gets you there faster. And, and that's totally an argument one could make, but I, I've turned that game inside and out, and I, I can't find any faster methods of getting into the basement, getting the key, and getting to the door. Unless you could find a way to just bypass needing the key, but I couldn't figure any of that out. Charlie, you're... You're you're thinking way too self-referential. Find a way to get to the end state from the fucking main credits. No, every everyone. Wait, what? Before you even start moving, find a way where like you click the screen in the right way, and you're immediately at the end game. <laughs> <So cheap. laughs> you're thinking way too small. You're like, oh, how can I get clipped to the basement faster? What if you never need to go to the basement? That, that was yeah. That was the other point. If you don't, yeah. Need what if you key? just open up a program in the background? That, exactly. Like, everything. Exactly. Oh, but we just splice that. <laughs> Let's make. Let's, but you just speed up the footage by two. Also, there's probably going to be like three people listening who know what House of Caravan That's is. That's not true. It's one of the forefront of speedrunning. It's it's a staple in the speedrunning community now. Give us an synopsis. What us, is it? Yeah, tell us what it oh, is. I don't know what the game's about. I've never actually played it. <laughs> what do you do in the game? Uh, What's the genre? Well, in, Who's the main character? I, I, I actually I have no idea. Uh, based on the the intro and the the exit of the game, I'm guessing you're a kid whose dad left. And his dad did some some bad shit, and then his dad apologizes at the end for some bad shit, but he just wanted to protect the family. 
I can't Charlie believe you got all Star this Wars. story from morphing through walls and shit. That's well, no, I didn't get a whole lot of story. If it makes you feel any better, according to uh, speedrun.com, their leaderboards, the latest score for House of Caravan speedrunning was submitted only 22 days ago. So he did improve so on this it. This game is going strong. Yeah, this game's going wait, strong. Wait, wait, wait. So I, how is it a perfect score no, if it's that, been improved that's not, the, that's not the number one. He just said the newest addition to it. Yeah, no, Charlie's only oh. in third place because he's garbage. Yeah. He has been beaten by uh, margins of 400 milliseconds and 700 milliseconds by two other people. So there's a lot of room there, Charlie. There's no yeah. Jackson. That that run is perfect. In the current in the current rooting of everything, it's perfect, unbeatable. Well, why don't you find a different game to speedrun? I, I do that every time. Yeah, I, I I hold no records anymore though because they all get beaten. <laughs> That's so sad. It's such yeah. a like Sisyphean task because you wow. you stream it all the time. It happens. On the well, upside, uh, uh, House of Caravan probably got like a hundred times as many sales <laughs> as they would have gotten normally thanks to this. I I can say with confidence, the majority of people have not played that game, myself included. I I never left the first room by means other than going through the basement. So how did you figure out how to clip and yeah? Beat it, there was a there's a pioneer on YouTube in bad video game speedrunning. His name's Unimaginative oh, Handle. So you See, weren't even you the originator even of this run. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh my god, that's sad, dude. Oh no, no, no. I, I was not. I just I, I did it better. So you you went to a shit game, and you went. I'm gonna be amazing at speedrunning this. And then not only were you not the first one to figure out how to speedrun the shit game you picked, you're not even the best at speedrunning it. You're worse than a cheater. <laughs> what do you mean? We should re- we should remove your scores just for, for fucking dignity's sake. What they're saying is you're a terrible copycat. Oh, I'm disgusted in you. Wait, what the fuck does that mean? Every single speedrunner out there has used a route established by somebody else. Not the you ones who started. Yeah, yeah, someone has to establish the route first. Exactly, and you need to be that man. And, and you, you know what? Do the, that. New, the new route Mate, I, might wow. even be more potent. You lost a good bit of my respect. I thought you were the originator on House of Caravan. That's why it was such a big deal. None of the world record holders on any games are the originators of the route. Where do you think they come from? Ancient aliens? Exactly. There's a game that just came out right now, and the first person to speedrun it will have the word record and will have set the pace. And that's the guy I admire. And then the person that beats that just copied it. Just did it Well, better. who cares about the person that beats that? He's not the original. No one cares about the original. Charlie. Yeah, only, Charlie. Only, people only care about world records or originators. I'm going to be dead serious about this. The only people on a game leaderboard that people care about in speedrunning are two people. The person in first and the person who originates the strategies. You are neither. You do not matter. Name the originator of any strategy of anything. <laughs> oh, come on. What strategy did you originate? I, I'm sorry. It's you it's better bad. go to join Honey. Dot com right now and buy him some flowers. And See apologize. that one I saw coming. You can't fool me twice. <laughs> has it has it really been that long? It has, and that's why oh God, you'd Jesus. never turn down free money, right? Well, if you shop online without the best coupons, you're already paying too much, you dumbass. Fortunately, <laughs> there's a free browser extension called Honey that automatically finds the best coupons on the web, so you always get the best prices on everything online. In two clicks, add Honey to any browser for free. Like, I, we cannot exemplify this enough. It's free. And you honey save is money. Free. You're, you're like you're saving money. It's, save it's money so with Honey. It rhymes. Browser extension free. It's all you it's need. Do you even free. have a, 
Oh yeah, we, do, we have a URL. Listen, go to joinhoney.com slash official. It's a free browser extension. You can get it in the Chrome shop, the Firefox thing, whatever. Point is, you got to go to joinhoney.com slash official so they actually know that we sent you and they keep advertising with us and they know that you guys love them because of us. And Honey will give you nice little coupons on your checkout on several websites. They're best on Amazon. They even do some, you know, the the, the comparison shit on Amazon so they save you lots of money on good deals deals yeah, you, you can, wouldn't have otherwise you can look at the history about. you can look at the history of prices and stuff like that so if you're into numbers it's a good place to go because then you can see yeah. when you're being screwed and when you're not being screwed yeah. listen it's if good. you were gonna buy something off of amazon anyway you might as well get honey from joinhoney.com slash official and get a nice little discount to go with it save a couple of dollars here and there and there you go boys mm. i i have a confession to make as my personal endorsement i i love batteries I, I, I use things that take batteries. <laughs> I often need to buy batteries in, in double or triple A. And thank you, honey, for when I was on the internet on my online place, it went, hey, you know those batteries you're buying? They're cheaper. You're welcome. Doing my job. Thank you, honey. That is my personal endorsement. That was cute. So since you're talking about them and the they reminded yeah. me of the... Well, okay, we'll go with they. No, I'm just going to say it reminds me of Venom. Uh, you guys see the trailer? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That was, I don't know. That just caught me by surprise more so than the ads. That's a good segue. Because uh, Venom, Venom always yeah. talks about himself in the third person, but in the plural. Well, because he's two people. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But aren't the two people still guys? What? That doesn't matter. <laughs> what, do we, what do we? call two guys, Jackson? What are you talking about? What do you call two guys besides they? One Good is night. a guy, the other is an alien life form. What do you mean yeah. two guys? Not two dude bros who can it's like just, it's just two dudes. Brock going yeah. like, oh, is this ja- gay venom? I don't know. <laughs> Jackson saw the trailer and he's like, I hope to God it's still two guys. <laughs> they better be true to the comic book with two men. <laughs> better be two guys. If I see one pronoun that's not he or him, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> what are you talking about now? Uh, His name was Brock, right? Uh, what was it? Yeah, Brock Flash? Brock? Brock? Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Brock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At least let me double check because if I'm wrong, I'm gonna feel real stupid. No, it's, it's Eddie Brock. Sure. Yeah, it's Eddie it's Brock. It's Eddie Brock. I remember that yeah. from the Spider Man yeah. 3. My, uh,. You, you, I, God, I keep always flashing back to that PlayStation 1 game. You guys played that? How many times? That <laughs> it's always relevant somehow. It's, not, it's never relevant. But he was, uh, he was the best fucking part about that game because all he would do is like dick around and make fun of you while you were playing. It was great. I know so much about that game now from the stories you keep telling about it. <laughs> it was an incredible what game. Do you mean he would just dig around. So there's a part. There's parts where you have to like fight him because he's Venom. But then when you beat him, he's like, "Team up with me, Venom, and we'll stop whatever the fuck the plot is." And he's like, "Okay." But then as you're just playing the game, he's just like dicking around and being a jackass and throwing insults at you. And I thought it was really entertaining as a kid. Oh, dicking around. Okay. Yeah. What did What, what did you think? Digging. <laughs> is it with a shovel? Oh, I didn't get like what. No, no, dicking around. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how to Sorry. feel about the trailer. I love Tom Hardy, but that trailer looks ass. I still need to watch it. Yeah, it's a, it I didn't even know it came They out. didn't have Venom in it. It's just Tom Hardy spazzing out. That's cool, though. Wow. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right with it not having like Venom in it. That's sad, too, because Tom Hardy is a great choice for Eddie Brock. Tom I mean, Hardy is a great choice for everything. 
Yeah, it's not sad yet. Fair it's not enough. like the movies come out and it was bad or anything. It's just you know maybe the trailer wasn't as good as it could be. Maybe they're trying to surprise everyone. Maybe Venom's not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Charlie. That would be the boldest goddamn thing in the world. Make a Venom movie and he's never in it. Maybe I Venom mean, is just his inner demons that he faces. I, I mean, I'd admire the balls, but I'd still be annoyed. Oh, it'd be an awful movie. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. What? what how would you feel about that? How would you feel if this Venom movie? hypothetically literally there is no venom in it it's just like one of those things where it's like an idea or a concept but even with that it's a really good oh, movie wait. would you still feel betrayed or what do you mean idea or How concept would, well, like artsy yeah. fartsy mother type no 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 so let's say like venom represents his actual like inner demons like it's a mental thing mm. so yeah artsy fartsy but but let's say that the story and the characters and the action are still really good would you still consider what it a action good venom would there movie? be if it's not venom well, anymore yeah. You're saying it's a good film, so yes, I would think it is a good film. Yeah, but I would be pissed that they co opted the title. It should have just been its own movie then. The title doesn't have that much of an impact on me. No, not the title. What I mean is, like, you told me this is a Spider Man Venom movie, and I'm going on, it's like a drama about a guy who's fighting his inner demons from when his uncle diddled him or whatever. Then, yeah, I. I mean, that would suck. That sounds cool. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I love Venom, though, the character. The actual one, not like inner demon artsy-fartsy crap. I don't know much about him. I also am not too uh, well-versed in Venom lore. Ascension oil slick, basically. He just looks cool, is what I think. That's For all. For the most part, yeah. And then isn't... So is he Eddie... an antagonist? Is he evil? So... So Eddie Brock is a reporter at the Daily Bugle alongside Peter Parker. Of course, because everyone in this universe knows each other. And like, so, I don't know, he doesn't jack off J. Jonah Jameson enough, and eventually he gets possessed by the symbiote Venom, and they, that's how Venom becomes Venom, and becomes this fucking, like... But it starts, it starts on Tobey Maguire, and Tobey Maguire dances down the sidewalk and makes Mm. sodden Mm. panties happen. Uh, Yeah. Can we all just admit that those movies were much better than the Amazing Spider-Man series? They weren't that good. The first one was good. The second one was amazing. Everything was better than the Amazing Spider-Man series. The two movies. Those were bad. God. Those were real bad. Oh, boy. Was there only two of them? I felt like there was three. There was two. The second one was so so bad it was good, though. I really enjoyed the second one. Yeah, then they silently canceled it after that one. They were planning on making more. I think they were planning on making, like, four in total, but... After that one bombed, they went, fuck it. I mean, I think that was the, the right call. Why? I mean, those movies suffered from a lot of, like, production issues. One of them being the catering service. They really should have used Blue Apron. For five minutes early. Are we? Fuck. Where <laughs> We'll see you in five minutes. The catering service was great. Production was never a problem on the Amazing Spider-Man set. This sucks. <laughs> okay, I have a little mental exercise for you guys. The... Nothing fancy, but like, what would you do if a you from an exact parallel universe was trying to kill you, and you Ooh. him? Mm. Are we identical in every yeah. way? Like yeah, if you're identical. Oh fuck. Well, no. So it's a parallel universe where we're identical, but the only difference is they want to kill me. Yeah, and you want to kill them. You know, I mean, obviously. Okay. In that case. So you're so, identical. <laughs> so they're from a yeah. Yeah. I just kill myself. I win. <laughs> 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 and then the other Jackson gets upset. Damn but that's the thing, though, Jackson. Everything. Because right. would the other Jackson too. not kill himself first? Or what if you wait? But then he's going to anticipate that. See, that's why you can't really effectively beat yourself because you're Ooh. always 
you're one step ahead of yourself who's one step ahead of you. I beat myself every day. It's a fun mental exercise. I I keep thinking about this when I'm trying to fall asleep. Kaya, you want another good one that plagues me constantly? Mm. (laughs) It's it's the idea... What if magic cards went out of print? (laughs) (laughs) Let them talk. God damn, that's literally your go-to punchline. I love it. I'm sorry. They're doing great things. Keep up the good work, Wizards. Please go on, Andrew. No, please don't. Please do not ever compliment them. Wizards is a shitty company, and I'll say that till I die. Yeah, they have a lot of pedophiles. Please go on, Andrew. So how? what breaks the cycle of mirrored actions and clones? So imagine you're watching a sci-fi movie and someone just got cloned, right? You know mm-hmm. how the first thing they typically do is like mirror each other's movements because they're exactly the same? Mm-hmm. What breaks that cycle? What makes it so when they're going to speak, they don't say the same exact thing every single time? Mm-hmm. Plot device. Think of it that way. Well, yeah, but think about it. Like You would think eventually someone would have to be like, all right, I'm going to flip a coin, and whoever gets it talks first, or any of that but, shit. Isn't, but would the coin flip on the same side? Well, that has nothing to do with this at all. <laughs> they, they'd choose the same side of the coin, though. Well, no, someone would have to saying. decide for them. Or yeah. they would have to decide. The, the whole point is what fascinates me is if you have two of the exact same individual, they're going to react and feel and think the same exact way. So if they try to have a conversation, <laughs> there's no conversation to have. Well, it's, if you it's like just one the same fire. words. And, uh, what? Fire? What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Light one on fire and they're going to react differently, aren't they? So you just well, have someone. That, but that's well, the that's... same thing as like flipping the coin, isn't it? If you have someone random flip a coin to. Like, but that's what happens. Somebody that else, though, like, he's talking about if, they, if these two people are isolated or not. That's the philosophy. That's the philosophy problem of it. There's always an outside stimulus that would have to break yeah, that, that ne- cycle. So my question though. is, what happens if the cycle doesn't break? Well, okay, you're going into determinism and free will now. Have you read Sam Harris's book, Free Will? He actually goes into, well, you know how there's this thing that we don't really have free will because if we had a machine that could calculate every single variable, we could predict literally everything down to everything. You know, apparently science actually goes into this and there's some quantum level shit going on where there are actual real random events at the tiniest level that could make you know, differences. So even if you have a clone, you and your clone wouldn't necessarily be uh, equal. I, I mean, I assume by clone, mm-hmm. you talk, you're talk you talking about some sort of a magic clone, like something somebody created using a magic wand because our clone technology isn't that good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. talking a perfect identical clone. Okay. Down to every single like, detail, like yeah, every like a, minute thing. Yeah, a science fiction clone. Okay. Because it's always upsetting that, like, you watch a, uh, I don't know, it's the most autistic fucking point that I always notice, but you watch a sci-fi show where someone gets cloned, and one of them just has the gumption to say, you're me, and then the second goes, yeah, and you're me. It's like, well, how did they know who was going to speak first? It, it just, it's so baffling. Well, why do they know? Exact who, person. Why, did, why does it matter if they know who's going to speak first? They just spoke. Because how would that happen? Something well, okay, like okay, like, think about it. You were just cloned. You were just cloned, and you're standing right next to your exact clone. It's like twins. It's the I don't thought know, in your I'm head. I'm very confused on, like, the, the logical hang-up here. So, okay, Charlie, imagine you were just cloned, like, exact clone standing in front Let's of you. Let's stop pretending. You have, yeah. the thought, you have the thought in your head saying, I now need to say I've been cloned. So does your clone. And you would both say that at the exact same time. Why? Because you're the exact same person. I don't... I... Your clone's not going to think differently than you. It's gonna have all the same like life yeah. experiences built into it and stuff like that. It's just I just you. don't it's understand just so why everything has so to be it, done exactly the same. 
It's like because you're a clone. Imagine you're standing in front of a mirror. Literally, your mirror. Exactly, it's going to mimic you. Oh well, that's a so very my question is one, okay. So my question is that the, the 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 philosophy that gets into this is if you lock them in a stimulus and free environment, like put them in a cube where they're the only things in it, can you eventually break that cycle of just mirrored behavior? You and your clone, you have to work together. But but like how? If you're having the same exact thought processes, could you ever you devise go, you one go, where you, you think you go you raise your left arm and I'll raise my right arm. Well, the problem, it's, it's so hard to think though. Like, think of it this way. You could be like, okay, let's do rock, paper, scissors and we'll determine who speaks first. But then you're always going to throw the same moves. Well, just because you both speak at the same time doesn't mean you're not also listening to the other. Well, I guess. But why even speak thing. if you know what the other person's going to say? Well, then you don't have to speak, I guess. But you exactly. Just- Ooh, so the so question does is, that how mean do you- if you had an identical clone that you just invented telep- uh, telecommunicate? Oh, shit, what's it called? Telepathy. Telepathy. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is a question I think about a lot. It's how do you how how does this all function and interact if someone is exactly like you? Because I don't think that any movie or TV show I've seen today gets it right. Because it's boring. Or comes close to thinking about it. But back to our roots. Andrew, well, yeah, but how I think would it's you interesting. Kill him? <laughs> I would just. Well, he would also be thinking about exactly. That. The problem is, so Kaya. That's another question. The problem is the way that I think to kill him is the way he's going to think to kill me. <laughs> yeah, so you just stab each other. Well, I don't think I could successfully kill him without also dying. Yeah, that's my point, right? I always yeah. think about this so much. Like, could I offer him allegiance? And then I think, no, I'd never accept that. I'd say yeah, and then stab him in the back. And yeah, yeah. And you would think the same thing. Your other friend, your other clone, would think, could I offer him allegiance? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> You'd never say he's back, though. Jesus, you, you treat each other like <laughs> exactly. you're fucking special ops agents. It wouldn't be hard. Just bring a gun. Really wouldn't. Okay, no, because he also gun. bring a gun, you dumbass. Well, you're not, not getting get this, this at all. Tally. So you and still... You don't know the it's just is? about who kills who first. Just get lucky. Right, no, okay, but, but no you're, first, you're moving and reacting at the exact same time. There is no first. Charlie, what would you do if you had to kill your club? What do you mean? Go it's, ahead. What would you do? How Why would you is do everything confusing to you? Are you a clone? It's just, I, I just <laughs> find it to like be simple. like the human version of Dolly the it's Sheep. It's not simple. It's a very existential problem. Well, how is it an existential problem? It's not a problem anything anyone's going to run Charlie, into. Charlie, your clone, your clone is standing right next to you. How do you kill okay, him? Okay, uh, I choke him out. I strangle him. Yeah, your two. clone He's does that to you. you. He's going to do that to you. You're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> what do you try to shoot him? Your clone's gonna shoot you. Then we both die. It happens. That that was that was oh, Jackson's so now solution. you admit the problem with this. Now you're seeing the grand scheme of how this works and why it's so cool. Not really. It's not the very trick cool. Is not to die, Charlie. Yourself. <laughs> now why now, does no one then, critique then, Jackson's <laughs> approach? Then it's the same outcome. What killing yourself? Because yeah. that's funny. Because he's being intentionally funny. You're just being obtuse. Yeah. The world. Like, I, I understand if there's. And I brought up the idea of outside stimulus. If you're like, I'll shoot him, and there's only one gun, <laughs> then I get it. You have to be the one to get to it first. Like, maybe be quicker up the oh, stairs so wait, or whatever. Obviously, yeah. So what, my clone also had a gun as well? We both just had a gun? But that, Well, that's, that's where the philosophy problem comes in. If you're stuck in a room with him with absolutely nothing else, could you ever do anything besides exactly what they do? This is beyond cloning. This is like... Literally, just everything no, being exactly, exactly the same. Like is. he has everything I have. So if I have a gun, he that's has a what gun. a clone is. No, well, I can have a gun, and my clone, clone could not have a gun. My cl- my clone. That's why a, I'm saying you you're know? in a room with no outside stimulus. Oh, I'm not talking about yours. I'm talking the about with the gun one. If my my clone oh. doesn't have to have a gun, but one of us could. I don't understand. Like if I'm <laughs> cloned, it doesn't mean he comes with a gun as well. I could have found right, it, and that's and that's not the issue. 
That's not. Well, that's that was the issue because when I said I'd shoot him, you said, "Well, he'd shoot you too." It doesn't necessarily well, he can mean still he can get have a gun. gun. But, the, but the thing is, yeah, he, yeah, he could still get a gun. And doesn't if your thought is did. to shoot him, his thought's going to be to shoot you. Wait, could he go get a gun though? If he like spawned in completely naked and Charlie had a gun at his home, there's still oh, absolutely, he would just go to Charlie's parents but and he say, could... "Hey, give me the gun." <laughs> My parents don't have it. If he's doing the exact same <laughs> thing as Charlie, no, because Charlie... he's genetically the same. <laughs> look, because then, because then you're introducing just... outside stimulus. So I just look, 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 look. Charlie's house has a gun. Charlie's parents have a gun. Now you have outside stimulus because if Charlie says, "I'm going to get my gun and shoot him," then his clone is going to go, "Fuck, he's closer to the gun. I have to go to the." Then gun. he's not thinking the same thing I am, Andrew. He's not having my same because. Now there's outside stimulus. That's what I'm saying. Interject. I really like the idea of Charlie's clone all naked and fresh out of a test tube with all gooey <laughs> running up to his parents like, give me the gun. <laughs> right. Crazy. And that's, that's the quest. That's the idea. When there's outside stimulus, when there's anything outside of you and your clone, then you can have things be different. But the question is, if there's nothing else, could you ever do things differently from each other? Period. Well, then no. And I, that, I think that's a philo- philosophical question people don't think about, and I really like it. And also, I really like Blue Apron. <laughs> Tell them why I like it, Charlie. I have no idea why you like it, Andrew. I'm not your fucking clone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them why I love it, Jackson. Charlie's just deadlocked. It's Charlie's just a fucking retarded argument. Like, oh, if we're locked in a room and we can't see each other and we can't feel anything, could we still jerk off? It's dumb. It's uh, you were the Charlie, only one not so getting it. So you hate philosophical. No, I get yeah, it. It's just a philosophical question. It's a dumb then. argument. Like we're both in solitary. That it, neither of what you said is even close to what I'm saying. So Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. It's delicious and it is flexible. So you, they basically send you meals. Uh, you choose meals online, and then they send you the meals, and then you cook them. And it's delicious and fun, and it makes you big and strong. So. Uh, I've already I've already gone over the flexible. So they offer twelve new recipes each week. So you're always getting a different recipe uh, offered to you, which is really neat. So that you have a diverse diet. That's important. Nice. They have a two person meal plan for you and your clone. Family <laughs> meal plan for your clone family. <laughs> so you two can eat in synchronicity. Look, there's convenience. There's variety. Pre-portioned ingredients, step-by-step recipes cooked in under 45 minutes. There's flexibility. 12 new recipes each week. High quality. Blue Apron hates hormones. There is no hormones in their meat. Blue Apron is treating my podcast listeners and their clones to $30 off of their first Your order. <laughs> my, my production. That, my Mine. All mine. All about me. Blue Apron dot com slash official that's thirty dollars off your first order you can check out this week's menu at blueapron.com slash official blue apron a better way to cook all right let's read the meals here because that's become a tradition strip steak and potatoes with spicy maple collard greens potatoes (laughs) jackson (laughs) okay you are we going a jack order (laughs) i thought we were going backwards what? Charlie, you're next. You're still not even you reading the meals. Jesus, yeah. Jackson, they don't just yeah. serve you potatoes. You're just listing food items. Corn, <laughs> bro- parsley, <laughs> spinach. No, Charlie, Charlie, you go next. Spicy chicken and stir-fried vegetables with jasmine rice. Soy-glazed Korean rice cakes with broccoli and soft-boiled eggs. And my favorite, creamy fasili bacardi pasta with fried rosemary and walnuts. You can get Perfect. all these meals at blueapron.com slash official. Perfect. Along with the potato, apparently. Boys, should we just move on to shout-outs? <laughs> Taters. I mean, we can go back to the uh, clone shit if you want. I love the clone discussion. <laughs> I just don't Charlie's see the Charlie only one who's grumpy about it. I just it. don't see how it's so, like, 
thought provoking. It's just because it's, it's philosophy questions. Really Charlie, philosophy. have you heard the allegory of the men in the cave? No, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, the men in the cave is the idea that if you have a group of men in a cave and they're forced. <laughs> <It's gay. laughs> I know where Andrew is going, but I, yeah, I, I think you're trying to kick water assholes. uphill here. And if they, <laughs> and if they come, then, nah, you're, so Charlie, if you have a group of men in a cave and they have a fire inside the cave and they can never look towards the entrance of the cave, they can only look at the wall. So the only world they know visually is the shadows that walk across the cave. Like if an animal outside casts a shadow or a tree or whatever, whatever. Do you think that if you showed them the outside world, like actually took them out of the cave, they'd be able to accept that as reality? See, that's a totally different thing from what you're saying. That one's thought-provoking. It's not that I don't understand it. it. It's just, it's not thought-provoking. It's just a dumb one. Why is it not thought-provoking? I just don't see how it's thought-provoking. If there's no stimulus at all and you're thinking the exact same thing, no, obviously. The answer is obviously no. That's the end of the, the thoughts. That you could never break the the cycle of repeating behavior. Yeah, if there's nothing to act on, if they're just locked in a room with nothing at all in it and he's thinking everything you're thinking, then the answer is an obvious no. It's it's just not thought provoking. See, but some people argue That's it's not very yes. Creative. Some people argue it's it's yes because they'll say that there's either free will or there's some minute stimulus you can't measure. But you've already set the them. the circumstances here, the criteria where he's always going to be thinking everything you're thinking. So you can never outsmart Well, that's him. that's just the clone part. But what I'm saying is some people will be like if you have true free will, then yes, you'll be able to act independently. I guess I just don't Major understand bank. that. I'm, I just don't understand that perspective then, I guess. There you go. That's philosophy. Philosophy is literally nothing but I don't understand your perspective. What about the cave, though? What What's the difference? Like, What makes them believe that the uh, shadows are reality Cause if that's more detailed stuff outside? Because if that's all they've ever seen, then they're not going to have any reference to it. I'm, I'm probably telling it like wrong. I might miss a detail because I haven't really gone I like gone to imagine it was wholly wrong. There was never any men in it's, the cave. It, it, no, Jackson, let me put it this way. Like- let me put it this way, Jackson. If actual real-world aliens came to Earth and were nothing like anything we've ever had in movies, would you really be able to believe that happened? <laughs> like, it's such a mind-bending and foreign concept that it's hard to even wrap your head around it. I'm in touch with reality, so yes. What if God himself, literally undeniable God, came down and said, Hey, Jackson, how's it going? Would you really be able to comprehend all of what that is? That's that's the general idea. It, so it's God? Because there's been stories yes, about that yeah, guy. I believe that, it. There are. There's a whole book about him, too. Well, then that's, that's like, seeped into reality, then. I'd have a basis of, like, understanding right. that, wouldn't I? And it, I guess the whole idea of the allegory is, if you had no basis in reality of something, could you truly, like, understand it? Hmm. Yeah. Philosophies? I think philosophy's fun. It's useless. But with, with the shadows, the shadows well, are casting not. things based in reality. So there is that, like... They look like the things in right, the, in but the only cave. the silhouettes. So that's, still, that's seepish. It's still like you can. It's, with God, we got nothing but words on a page. I still believe it, though. If he came to me, well, and keep said, hey, him, keep in mind. To you, they're just words on a page. But to a lot of people out there, God is this whole like next level above that which we cannot comprehend. You know. <laughs> I love the way you put that. I, I love how you laugh at people who believe in God. No, no, no I like the way you put that. Oh, I, I, that's, oh, oh. I, I even I literally followed up by <laughs> I saying thought you that. Were, I thought you were literally laughing at the concept of God, like some nightmare. <laughs> oh, oh, what a silly Wubble concept! Dub dub. No, I just like the way you put it. <laughs> oh no, I, I misunderstood that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you were going to Rick and Morty me real hard. <laughs> <laughs>
We should probably move on to shout-outs. We've been here for an hour. Sure, my man. All right, so this is the time for shout-outs where people who support us on Patreon, they send us a neat little thing to say, and then we say it. So this first one is for Kaya. Kaya, take it away. All right, it is. So it is. It's This is from Kevin Maldonado, and he says, Hello, boys. I don't have much to say, so I just wanted to ask, what's the worst, worst injury you've ever experienced? Also, Kaya is innocent on the character count limiter. Leave Kaya alone, 2018. Worst injury? Hmm. I don't know. Charlie, didn't you talk about the... I guess it's, it's not the an injury. Swab. talking about the penile. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh. yeah, the yeah. That, that does, that's not an injury. Could we count that? No. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's definitely a fucking injury, I'd say. No. That thing is nothing but torture. Have I talked about mine on the podcast? The, my collarbone? I don't know. I think so. You told me about okay, it. I've, the only the only major injury I've ever had is I've broken the same collarbone twice. Did it hurt the second time more? Oh yeah, I I was uh, playing tag and I got tagged, but I was pushed into a tree root Ooh. and just like fucking torpedoed into it. Yeah, it it's... hurt pretty bad. Yeah, so that's mine. I've never broken it. Actually, I have broken a bone. I broke my pinky once, but that doesn't really count as a pussy injury. Um, <laughs> do like illnesses, like sicknesses, count as an injury? No. Like when you get the flu and stuff like that. Nah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, nah. never mind. Oh, oh, actually, when I was little, like three or so, I had I ran into a tree branch and it like harpooned my eye, kind of. That was cool. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah. It was like one of those thin ones. Like, Did it go like into your blade. eye or did it scratch? It didn't go, it, like... it, luckily, it didn't go into the eye, but it, it like wow. sliced my, my uh, eyelid. So Ooh. there's a scar there, which is pretty neat. That's probably like the worst <clears> one, I guess. It just yeah. sounds awful. What about you, Kaya? I never broke anything either, but when I was little, I fell on my head three times real bad. Once was, my mom had me in the shopping cart. I don't know how old I was, but, you know, obviously little enough for me to be sitting in a shopping cart. (laughs) This was last week. And she was pushing me in the parking lot, you know, pushing the uh, cart to the car. And I don't know what happened. It tipped over and I just fell headfirst onto the pavement. I remember having to get stitches. The next time I remember, I was trying to brush my teeth you know how little children they take a little stool so they can get on top of it and see themselves in the mirror and brush <laughs> their teeth i don't know what happened i tipped over backwards and hit my head on the bathtub rim Ooh. i think i also had to get stitches and i don't remember the third time i hit my head but my mom says there was an even worse instance so i might be retarded but that's all that <laughs> all i remember really that's solid. Huh. There's some battle wounds. This next one. Would you... Well, sorry, Charlie. Now that I thought about it, would a, coll- would a collapsed lung count for you? Yeah. Is it that didn't, technically an injury? It didn't really hurt yeah, it, though. Like, it was scary, but it wasn't, like, overly oh, painful. How did hurt. that not hurt? What yeah. is a collapsed lung? Uh, it's just, like, the. it's less a collapse and more a deflation. Like a... Uh, so like that a makes I thought it literally, like, way less fell cool. off or something. Well, yeah. Well, I like yeah. the the actual word for it is a pneumothorax, and I think that sounds really fucking cool. That's awesome. That sounds cool. That's what you yeah. should call it forever. That's what they should call Venom instead of Venom. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so then... Anyway, continue. Yeah, on. the next one comes from some vice. He says, Hey, guys, I'd like to thank you for all the laughs I've gotten from the podcast. Charlie, I've been watching for years and have, and have gotten me through a very scary time where I almost died. Andrew always replies to my DMs and makes me very happy. Kaya complimented my cat, and Jackson is so relatable and lovable. Anyway, I love you guys and hope to meet you all one day. Some vice. That was Thank very you, wholesome. Some vice. 
very that's sweet. Yeah, thank Lost you so cats. much. That's very sweet of you. Yeah, cat's great. I wonder what his injury was, though, where he almost died. I almost died tipping over some lady's shopping cart with a baby in it. <laughs> you fucker didn't die. <laughs> Had to come back. <laughs> Poison dart him in the bathroom as I was brushing his teeth. <laughs> Who wants to take Andrews? Secretly ruining your life. <clears throat> uh, I, I, as an Andrew, I'll take Andrews. Uh, this is from Andrew O'Keefe. Uh, Andrew O'Keefe here, back at it again with another <laughs> ASMR video. Just got a question today for you boys. Are any of you willing to admit to doing stupid shit when you were younger? I'm talking throwing stones at cars, shoplifting, dangerous things with fireworks, etc. I personally cringe at many stupid things I did, none of which are the things I mentioned above, by the way. Cheers, Too boys. many to mention. Yeah, I, I, everyone yeah. did so many dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys hop on the craze, Charlie? This might only be for you. I don't know if it was outside of America, but when cars started to have like customized caps on their uh, tires to keep the air in, mm-hmm. you take them off. And and yep, in elementary school, the whole fucking shebang thing was you would just take them off and keep them. Yep, I remember that. And that's uh, like that's like the hood ornaments you uh, saw off yeah. the hood ornaments to keep them as trophies. Yeah. And I I did it once and felt so bad. I went back later and put it back. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, I, I had a I had a actually like strict moral conscience as a kid. I never like <laughs> I never take the caps. Shit. No, I never did shit. I never took stuff that wasn't mine. I never fucking stole things. I tried. Not yeah, to no, lie. I, ne- I never stole things either. But I yeah. had fun. Like I'd I'd knock and run and shit like that. You'd be like, uh, what would the men in the cave do? This isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> what would my clone in a box with me do? <laughs> What would he think? All right. This one comes from James Douglas, who says, Hey, guys, you should totally have casually explained on the podcast. Also, just wanted to say to Charlie, your King Come delivery video was so fucking funny. Never stop making content. We know about casually explained. I don't. We, we know yeah. about internet etiquette. Appreciate it, we know about. We know about insert big name here. We're trying. Yeah. Well, you're officially invited yeah. casually explained. Officially invited, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as well as all the other people Andrew just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have a smaller person who you think would really fit, though, feel free to pass those along. <laughs> Andrew's accepting resumes. He's vetting for us. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but I think I hear more requests than you guys do. Just because, like, my Twitter's open and I read all of them. That makes sense. Yeah. This next one comes from Robert Ajax. The new hot question plaguing my friends and fellow guildmates is a hot topic question. If a man goes to the glory hole knowing there is a 50-50 for a guy or girl, is the man gay? Philosophy nah, again. No. penis. This is what we call Schrodinger's glory hole. You don't want to just ch- said that. You don't want to check. Yeah, it's more like war games. The only way to win is not to play. You can feel it though. You can feel a man's mouth, especially if he's got a beard or yeah. something. So, what I would do is if I had any feeling of the beard, I would move away from the glory hole. I'm, I'm going to say a hard no on this question. I just said no as well. I, I think it's yeah. Because I, I think it. that I think the man has to know and confirm that he's wantingly having exactly. sex with a man. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, but if you're going, yeah, if you're exactly. going there knowing that it might be a guy, then you back away when you know it is for sure a guy. Well, then he's just bisexual. <laughs> All right. To be read by Jack. Uh, this one's from Will. Who says, honestly, Star Wars should have ended with Return of the Jedi. Not a single one of the new films have even been average to anyone with an IQ of 90. And they lack even the artistic integrity that the prequels have. (laughs) 
Also, the extended universe is absolute garbage. That is nothing more than fiction. Check out the Wikipedia entry for Luke. That's Luke with two U's, if you don't believe me. Honestly, I can't comprehend why anyone would call at all, care at all about a decent space fantasy series from the 80s past the age of 16. All right, I Jackson, enough Jackson, joking yeah. around. Read the uh, shout-out. What? what? Well, he says, He says. why would they care from uh, past the age of 16? But most of the people that care about Star Wars are people from the 80s. Right? No. I, I'd say it's a fi- I'd say it's a like fifty fifty with kids today. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. What the hell are you talking kids about? Kids today, or yeah. well, like most of the diehards are still people can, like in their fifties. Can 50s I just or so, ask or what? It's nothing more than fiction is supposed to mean, as opposed to what history? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a good. Also, point. from the Wikipedia or Wikipedia entry. The Wikipedia. Ah, dark man. We must check Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, according to this, Luke Skywalker with W's is was a genetic clone, a clone. Ooh, of yep. the Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Grown Put him in a box with Luke. <laughs> extracted from the hand Skywalker lost. All right. So the, the, their original name for him is Luke. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, a, that's the clone. Yeah. Luke's not the original name. Mm. Wow, apparently he died in the same issue he was born. What a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the clone you life tried hard this one comes from it's oh actually you should read this one andrew because they're talking about something you're familiar with uh <laughs> shit okay here we go uh hi it's me hubless i like that name i just came to tell you that i'm a freshman in high school and i've been working at a local burger king for minimum wage for a year and a half now and yesterday i finally got my first raise a whole 35 cents i also want to give a huge fuck you to burger king <laughs> I, I I am totally behind this He's man. Fired, Fuck no. Burger King. P.S. I think my parent. I think my parents think I'm gay. P.P.S. Don't be stupid. Be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. Why do you add that to every, every shout out, Andrew. I don't know. I, I, oh, I just love the producers so much. The next one comes from Daniel Halfstone. Oh, th- thank you, Hoobless. <laughs> Boy, didn't didn't mean to seem like we were glossing over that one. We appreciate. Congratulations it. on your thirty-five cents. Yeah. Congrats on the race. Hopefully, Andrew derailed. Hopefully, it with the you thing. can. Uh, hopefully, you can help tell your parents you're gay. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Now, tell them now, went Charlie, to a, go ahead. Tell them you had a fifty percent chance of getting a girl on the glory hole. <laughs> Daniel Halfstone says, "Would just like to say that you guys are doing an amazing job with the podcast. Can, can I also shout out one of my Jesus, some of my friends, Adrian and Roy Cato." Good luck with the last name. I nailed it. I absolutely hey, Adrian nailed it. Hey, Roy Cato. Yeah. You sound like Hi a there. fucking Mortal Kombat character. Roy, Roy Cato. Adrian. Roy Cato wins. He does. The next one comes from Matthew Precious Laprise. Hey, guys. <gasps> precious. How are you doing? This will be my last shout-out. As of this month, I terminated my donations to the official... <laughs> oh, so <laughs> fuck you, man. Yeah. So much for that, Jackson. <laughs> Had to reconsider my expenses because, you know, money don't grow on trees. Don't be sad. It hurts me more than it hurts you. It was a blast for the last 10 months hanging out with you boys. You got me through the week with the podcast. You could say it was my dose of weekly joy. I will still be watching and listening from the side. I hope you achieve everything in the official goals. I hope to see you soon. I hope to see you soon again. Sincerely, Matthew Precious Laprise. P.S. Sorry for all the dick sucking and long messages, but this was how I felt, and you, and what you meant to me. 
See you later. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Matthew, it really doesn't matter. Thank you for the support that you've given You're us. You're a precious motherfucker. Yeah. Very nice you man. He's also super handsome. He sent me a snap of him uh, the other day. and See I that about took every a double guy. Take. I didn't realize it was him. Well, he, he, this one more so than all the other men. Mm. I'll take <laughs> this you, one. Uh, this from Prosimity says, Hey there, boys. It's me, loyal fan and longtime listener Prosimity, the plush predator. I don't have any copy pastas or memes for y'all to recite, so I just wanted to take a second to thank you wonderful boys. I work a greasy night shift office job and thank you and thanks to you official lads, I've managed to not blow my brains out. Good. Consequently, I've also listened to every episode between twenty and thirty times over the last year. Not good. Love y'all. <laughs> not good. Jesus. Presumity my body. I'll, I'll 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 name you some good podcasts you should check out instead of listening to our god awful horse shit for the thirtieth time. Uh, the Joey Diaz podcast, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, uh, Duck Stanhope. There you go. Don't edit out the part. Have yeah, fun. Edit out the part where this is a bad podcast, though. Yeah. Don't don't, don't <laughs> want fact, them getting Dub any Kaya ideas. Over, Dub Kaya over. Dub Kaya says this is the only good one, and now here's a list of shitty podcasts. Okay. Thank you, Prasimity. I hope hope your job gets better. This one is from Opathius, and it says, Hey, Andrew, I just got home from school. (laughs) Opathius, home from school at the ripe hour of 9.20 p.m. (laughs) He's dedicated to learning, Andrew. Thank you, Opathius. I know who who Opathius is. Thank you, Opathius. I just occurred to me, Andrew, do you know Philosophize This, the podcast? I'm sorry, philosophize this? You said? Yeah, they were just asking if you know it, because it's a podcast I've, where... It, no, I've never heard of it. Yeah, one guy basically teaches you philosophy by telling... It's almost like bedtime stories. But, you know, I, I, I thought I like it was really that. interesting, so maybe you won't, you'd like it. Yeah, um, I'll check it out. This okay, is cool. who, who like this one? I'll do it. All right. So, th- uh, this one's, this one's co- uh, coming from Simbaname. Simbaname. Who says, so this is going to be kind of long because I missed the deadline last time and I can only be a patron for a few months. So this is two shout outs in one. That's fine. I know there's a a character limit, but I'm going to ignore it because hashtag fuck you, Kaya, even though it isn't your fault. (laughs) Fuck you, cunt. So I love Kaya's. I love Kaya's onboarding with. Oh, that's fine. Okay, keep reading it just for it to turn to fuck you. Kaya. Oh, fuck you, fucks. God damn it! It's happened to Jackson too. Anytime we stick up for you, just, just you know, back you cunts up. The next sentence is like, oh, "I hope you die." I love it. God damn it, son of a bitch. So, number one says, "I I was a, I was volunteering with special needs kids. We were doing arts and crafts, and in the newspaper, I saw an ad for a pediatric service that said one eight hundred pedo." All I could do was stare. Then a few days later, I was driving and saw a big billboard that said one eight hundred pedo. Just thought you'd appreciate that. Oh, that's a real. I thought this was fanfic. Is that a real story? I, I, I yeah, cannot tell. I think so. No, because it, 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 it looks like fanfic. I think fiction. it's fanfiction. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not, no. Number two, I put your names and a bunch of others into a randomized Hunger Games simulator. If you enjoyed this, maybe I'll do it again. Let me know who you'd want in it that I missed. So the bloodbath. Oh, this is like a Hunger Games. He numbered game. his oh, shout out. That's what this is. Okay. All right, so the initial this right after you all spawn into the Hunger Games arena, the bloodbath begins. Kaya, Hang on Dr. A Carver, and Charlie's dad. Hang on, what the fuck is one eight hundred pedo? Take control it's, it's of your children service. today. 
This podcast sponsored by 1-800-PEDO. Let's creep at dial a pedophile, scare the shit out of your rebel kid? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. This wait is a, a real minute, thing? Wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. Nowadays, it's all too common for a 15-year-old to have his third kid by his 16th birthday or for a household to have a mother who gets the holy blue hell beaten out of her daily by her 8-year-old. Kids are becoming more dominant in the household and I have come up with a perfect solution to solve this problem permanently. No, it's not allowing parents to beat their kids senseless across the lips with a hammer for mouthing off. I have a more effective, emotionally scarring way to make sure your little failed abortion will never skip class to impregnate his girlfriend or hang out with a bunch of 27-year-old ninth, ninth graders whose teeth are rotting from meth. My program is called Dial a Pedophile. Here's my proposed infomercial. And, okay, actually, this is really long. It's it's a comedy satirical shit. Jesus, this is really it's long. anything. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it's basically a, a, a new proposal for what to do with rebellious children thing. Continuing on with this, the bloodbath. Kaya, Dr. Carver, and Charlie's dad get into a fight. Charlie's dad triumphantly kills them both. So, that's good. Elon Musk <laughs> strangles Neil deGrasse Tyson after engaging in a fist fight. Ooh. Accurate. All right, so on night one, Tiana shoots a poisonous blood dart into <laughs> Angie Sarkis's neck, slowly killing That's a shame. Him. I wish it was Kaya. That would have completed the circle. Yeah. Brand- Brendan Fraser kills Peeps Bogdar while he is sleeping. <laughs> All right, then there was an arena event in which a tsunami rolls into the arena. Tiana and Ray Narvaez Jr. smash their heads together as the tsunami rolls in, leaving them both to drown. Joss Whedon holds Donkey o- Ollie under water to drown. An apron that is blue holds Andrew's date, who couldn't get over how tall he was, underwater to drown. <laughs> Great. That's a good one. A random, a random pedophile defeats Judy Hopps, but throws her in the water to make sure she dies. Now we're going too far. He, he would have saved her corpse. Yeah. He wouldn't have thrown her away. Jackson's brother is swept away and never seen again. <laughs> Uh, he lives with the hermit crabs now. Elon Musk fatally injures himself on debris. Yeah. Andrew and A- Andrew and Alex from I hate I-, I hate everything smash their heads together as the tsunami rolls in, leaving them both to drown, much like Tiana and Ray Narvaez Jr. Ruby Ro- Rose holds Charlie's dad underwater to drown. Damn. It's an old reference. Kudos. Yeah. Alright, night number two. An apron that is blue bleeds out due to untreated injuries. It bleeds blood consisting of $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash official blue apron fresh ingredients original recipes delivered to you. I'm calling this fucker out. So I've seen these Hunger Games generators. He wrote that line in. No shit. That wasn't in there pre-programmed. The AI is learning. It's, It's sentient. I, I somehow doubt that was part of the original script. <laughs> uh, the Feast. Brendan Fraser and a random pedophile threaten a double suicide. It fails and they die. Who cares? <laughs> who, who the fuck would care if that happened? <laughs> the two worst people Ever, to threaten The world suicide. would collectively shrug their shoulders at that. Cheer. <laughs> that, the, those deaths are just met with a collective, oh. I love Brendan Fraser. <laughs> what bet? If they both die, how did it fail? That's what they were setting out to do. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good the point. Threat. It... But ah, right. uh, who cares? Yeah, I guess. Charlie's best friend W severely injures Joss Whedon and leaves him to die. Oh man, W's in the mix. Ja- yeah, some of these are some old yeah. references. Yeah, wow. 
Day three, Jackson falls into a pit and dies. It's <laughs> the most anticlimactic end for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Night three, Charlie kills Ruby Rose for her supplies. <laughs> supplies. Day six. Her supplies, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> Day six, famous actor James Allen McCune kills Charlie's best friend W with a hatchet. Night six, famous actor James Allen McCune kills Charlie as he tries to Damn. run. The winner is famous actor James Allen McCune from District 11. Damn. Good on what you. What happened to Good Andrew? I mean, it makes, mo- it makes the most sense. Who killed Andrew? Yeah, what happened? I, I drowned Didn't in he... the tsunami, remember? Oh, right. What, a, yeah, what Charli- about Kaya? No, I, I was huh? killed at the beginning by yeah. Dr. Charlie's Carver? Dad. Oh, Charlie's dad. No, Charlie's yeah, dad yeah. killed oh, Charlie's you dad. and Dr. Carver. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. That's right. All right. Fair enough. Damn. I, I made it till the end, at least. Yeah, you did. I almost made it to the end. But let's let's be honest. If anyone deserves to win, it's famous actor. Yeah, I know, but for, but yeah, in this situation, I, I think Fad Jam really kind of just cheated. He like PUBG styled it. PUBG styled wait, it wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. We can call him Fad Jam now. That's what they call him on Sugar Pine <laughs> 7, yeah. Oh, I didn't know Fad that. Jam. Shit. Jam. That's pretty clever. All right. Well, thank you Sim Bob name. That was fun. Uh this next thank one you. comes from Matt Saverhagen. Jab on them haters. Concise. It's not. It's on you now. Andrew. I like it. I love. I love it. This is from Soya Seidel. Man, I don't have anything to say. Why do I pay for this Patreon tier, Lamau? Good. Good. You love us. <laughs> Easily my favorite of the night. Thank you. Soya this one Seidel. comes from Mariska. Oh my lord! What's up, everybody? It's Mariska. While my dreams of being the first female fan on the podcast were crushed by the bot in episode 52, in honor of February being the month of love, I think it's time this fucking classy establishment got its first female masturbation story. So let's do this shit. So back in the early days of middle school, puberty was starting to hit me like a fucking truck, and I was getting these urges I had never really felt before. Eventually, through school internet, I found out how you could relieve those, but I was too scared and our internet was way too shitty to try and find any porn. Then one day I was in the basement and I found this book with the cover and half the pages torn out. It was pretty old. I opened up to a random page and I found like 20 pages of naked people. What kind of fucking book is that? (laughs) A good book. My 12-year-old brain didn't question anything about why they all look pretty fucking miserable I was just ready to crank one out, so I grabbed an electric toothbrush, and a good time was had. Well, except for one of the naked guys, for some reason, there was one of them I didn't like his look. Maybe it was something in his eyes. So I smeared some cum on his face. I ended up ripping (laughs) those specific pages out of the book, and like a retard, never actually looked what kind of book this was. Then, like 12 years later, I found it again and actually read some of the words in the page and realized it was about the fucking Holocaust. Jesus! Wow! Bravo! That'll that'll do it. You smeared some cum on a Holocaust victim's face. That that was a full fucking masturbation story. It had a beginning, a middle, a hook, an ending. That was great. I can't blame you. I mean, if you look at all all like those older photos, first of all, they're all you know black and white and old and blurry, and you you couldn't know. Arousing. Maybe what if they're just anorexic nudists? You don't know. Hmm. Uh, I'll take these two as well. This comes from Edgar. He says, Hey, Aaron, what a good shout out. Wait, what? Oh, it's a question. Sorry. I'm sorry, Edgar. Edgar says, Hey, Aaron, what a good shout out. Aaron Chambers says, I don't know, Edgar. What were you thinking? 
We'll hear back from them next month. <laughs> Thank you for the cooperation, Thanks, boys. boys. This is for you. This is, yep, this is me. This is from Scrully. Howdy, boys and girls. It's been quite some time since my masturbation story on the anniversary episode. I've been thinking about doing more of these with the shout-outs. That being said, I've come across, I've come to accept my legacy as a being the person whose dick got stuck to their hand. Anyways, for this shout out, I wanted to say to be on the lookout for the stories when they come, or I guess in this case, when I do. Peace, love, and jizz nuggets, everyone. Charlie, you're a sexy beast, and if my girlfriend would allow it, I want to make love to you. Jackson, <laughs> I hope you don't make too much noise in the future. And Kaya, I may or may not love you as much as my girlfriend. All right, Andrew, fuck you and your dirty control decks. Love you too, your dearest Scrolly. Man, this guy calling me out on magic, not even up to date on lore, knowing I have never once played control. Ooh, take that, outsmart. Yeah. Tiss, tiss, tiss. <laughs> Scrolly. He also doesn't know his Damn. girlfriend don't get dick on you. me. Ooh. You want this yeah. one, Jackson? Like Thank you, Scrolly. Sure. This one comes from Jeremiah Monster Doman, who says, I'd like to share with guys a dream I had with the official boys a few weeks ago. I only remember bits and pieces of it, so here we go. We were, uh, wait, what? We were a crime-fighting mystery team in New York. We ended up on top of a building with suitcases full of various gizmos and gadgets. On our way back, Kaya decided to stay on the roof to, pr- to practice playing his flute. Andrew got stuck on the roof of a different skyscraper in a giant birdcage. The rest of us ended up in the basement of a crematory where Charlie Jackson and we ended up fighting. A smoke monster made up for the ashes of the bodies. The end. I'd also like to thank you guys for being one of the few podcasts that actually puts their shit on Spotify. You're the best. Love, Superpants. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome for being in your dream. No problem. (laughs) Copyrighted. You can't have that dream again. We're going to need royalty fees. So this one's from... What do you mean by a smoke monster, though? Smoke monster made up for the ashes of the Because it was a crema- crematorium. He just explained uh, it, Jackson, in the shadow. You don't, you don't remember that? Fees. We were there. Come on. Jesus. This comes from Sorry. Celia, a.k.a. Drywall... Ja- oh, it's Drywall Jackson. A.k.a. the asshole who uploads all of Charlie's Snapchat stories. Please try to say this uninterrupted and with as little background noise as you can. Jesus. What's up, everybody? It's critical. Celia can't come to the phone right now, so leave a message and she'll get right back to you. All right, that's it. See ya. Also, I'm sure you're sick of hearing these, but two people you have to get on the podcast, Sam Onella at Sam Onella and Eric from Internet Comment Etiquette. Oh, oh from, from where? From, from Internet <laughs> Comment Etiquette. Oh, I haven't heard that one before. They're both hilarious guys, and they're both unverified in Twitter, too. So you should have no problem reaching out to them. Well, you're acting like a jerk about the recommendations. We literally have a I'm thread not, on Reddit asking yeah. them for it. No, I just... I know. It's just, I love how it's always internet comment etiquette. No, it's it's just funny to me, because we have tons of channels for where to recommend people, but they'll still come to me out of going out of their way in any way possible, like my streams or my Twitter or anything, and just be like, get these people! I mean, if it's any consolation, they do that to me, too. Just Oh, yeah. I, I, what I'm just trying to communicate is if they are popular in any way, we have already been recommended them. The, the big thing that stops us is getting in contact. Yeah. Well, exactly. here's a tip. If you really want them on, tell them, right? I mean, yes, just go to them, well. go to that their streams well. and tell them, hey, you cunt, go on the official podcast and be a man. Defend yourself. Let's put it this way. Who's better than you reaching out for them? Them reaching out for themselves. Way better. 
many more doors opened. Make them beg. All right, the next one is, <laughs> I don't know who this is for. All of us, it seems. <laughs> All right, I'll start. Jesus. This is from Peter Joseph. He says, oh, well, I, I, I see what well, you mean now. Well, I've been trying to get a shout out to be read for three months now, so I'm hoping this finally goes through, and I'm probably going to go over the word limit. Deal with it. Andrew. So do you want everyone to read their own part? Yeah. Okay. So, Andrew, you know me by my Twitch username, Dizzy Mercury. I do, in fact. Hello. You're my favorite, and I love you. You've given me so much happiness in these past months with your streams. I look forward to seeing how you evolve on the Twitch platform through the next few years. As you'd expect, I found you through Charlie's videos. Uh, this one, this is uh, my part of the script. You might be the the famous one, but that doesn't make you any better or worse than anyone else on this podcast. <laughs> you're very cute, and your relationship with Tiana is actually inspiring. I started watching your videos so long ago, back when you did the Oregon Trail gameplay and commentary. Keep doing what you're doing. That I like was how very you sweet. put you in your place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, just because you're popular doesn't mean you're any better. Uh, Kaya, I'm not going to lie. I genuinely thought you were an asshole at first. But you've grown on me. You're that one friend that points out all your flaws. And even though it annoys you, you know it makes you a better person. So keep being you, and I support the conquest of Pedophile Islands. It's going to happen. It's, we're coming up on it. And this one comes from the same person who says, you're the one that no one knows about. (laughs) (laughs) This is is regarding myself, by the way. This is for Jackson. Uh, But (laughs) you're the one... (laughs) (laughs) In a podcast of four people. (laughs) You're the one that no one knows about, but it's okay. You're awesome. When I learned how young you are, I thought, shit... I'm almost the same age as him. You're beautiful, Jackson, and never let anyone tell you otherwise. You're amazing. Have a good month, boys. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, That's Dizzy. Thank you. Thank you for noticing, Thanks. Jackson. <laughs> Finally. This is from Parker Johnson. Hello, boys. You owe me two months of shout-outs, so sorry, not sorry about the character count. You know, I gotta interrupt this one. Can they, everyone doing shout-outs technically say, oh, by the way, you owe me like four shout-outs, so I'm just gonna ignore the character limit. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much. much. This is, this is some suspect shit. I make no goddamn secret about it. Every single time I ask for shoutouts, I say very clearly, you have until so-and-so date, 8 p.m. EST, which is when we record. Don't act like you, you're fucking all, all of y'all fucking motherfuckers are like tardy, and then you act like I just snubbed you. You, you don't pull no fast yeah. ones on Kaya the Swift. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, patrons. Yeah, fuck you, Parker. <laughs> anyway, here's Parker's shout-out. Hello, boys. You owe me two months of shout-outs, so sorry, not sorry about the character limit. I just wanted to say, huge fan, your podcast got me through some hard days working in air-conditioning hell. I love Charlie for cute schoolgirl school giggles and the great <laughs> topics he brings to the conversations. I love Jackson for all the hard work he does making the podcast happen. I love Andrew for his funny stories and cringe value. And... <laughs> I uh, I work hard on that, and I especially love Kaya for his rants and overall much needed cynicism. You guys are the bread to my butter. I read that back. <laughs> How did you get the wrong way around? I'm sleepy. You committed. You guys to it, are the though. butter to my bread. Keep it moist, you beautiful men. P.S. Charlie, when are we going to see any more ROM corruptor videos? Uh, I guess whenever I can find another game that's compatible with it. All right. Yeah. Well, that answers that. Thank you, Parker. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. This one comes from Relevant Gamer. 
He says, I've listened to you guys from the beginning, and it's truly been one of the better parts of my week since the podcast started. It's been a bit of a rough past year for me, but the official podcast has never failed to make me laugh, and I've been going through all the episodes recently, and they seem even more hilarious the second time. For all you listeners there who aren't patrons, what are you doing with your life? Get your ass over to patreon.com slash the official podcast and donate all your free money to the boys. I guarantee your PP will grow by at least two inches within the next year. All my love, Relevant Gamer. He guarantees it. Oh, yeah. fucking teed. What is? If it doesn't, take it up with He's him. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah, thank you, Relevant Gamer. You should subscribe. We have bonus episodes now. Go there. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is what right. You, yeah. you know, we're stopping money right here us. until you all go there. Yeah. You're missing out on full-length motherfucking <laughs> we'll episodes. Waiting. They're gold. Those episodes Subscribe are motherfucking money. Yeah, go Six there. Sexy singles. Your turn, Jackson. <sighs> this one comes from Lord Loaf. It says, I appreciate everything you all do. Even though it's just talking to randoms, bring back Mr. Stork. Also, need to make sure Jackson talks on this episode. Also, what happened to my last shout-out? Otherwise, Jesus love Christ. Lord Loaf. First of all, who's Mr. Stork? A sock puppet? I think he's joking on it, Mr. Stark. I know, Mr. but... Yeah. Isn't it Sark? It's Sark. Yeah. It's, there's Sark. Well, even I fucked it up. <laughs> he nailed it. There's my cringe factor. <laughs> <laughs> You've perfected your craft. Uh, His special uh, talent tree in Sims or whatever. Mastercraft. Owned <laughs> for a thousand years. They like, didn't even I don't have know, talent trees in Sims. Out. You'd have to like sit there like a monkey and draw for hours. Yeah. At, at a certain point, I min-maxed my life, and I figured if I just maxed out on cringe, I could get far. You're up, Andrew. This is from Big Rigger, a.k.a. Aaron, who is apparently also six feet four. I've had a truck driving job for about a year now and often get loads down to the Orlando area. Next time I'm there, who wants to hit the club? My treat. I do. Aaron, can we hang out but do anything besides hit the yeah, club? Yeah, the, the club is... Yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree with the club, my yeah. friend. Yeah, especially in Orlando. Yeah, I'm I'm welcome to get a drink. I'm welcome to hang out, but I nah, not feeling the club. Yeah, my mom told me to never go to clubs with truck drivers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this next one comes from Brandon Galatro. Uh, this is a late birthday message for his friend Pablo that he would love to hear. Pablo, hard? Joke's on you. I'm harder than you and your brothers will ever be. Prononautskis. Very happy birthday, Pablo. Thanks, <laughs> You're not hard. Happy birthday, Pablo. <laughs> you got penis issues. <laughs> on. This one comes from Andrew Jonah Boner. Fuck you, who Pablo. says, lights out made me, made me be scared of the dark when I was a 17-year-old boy. I didn't go to bed, but I didn't go to bed with the lights out for a week. The concept made me think there was a monster always in the dark, and I saw it at 11 p.m., and it was the week I was the only one in the house while my family was on vacation, so easy to say I didn't get sleep that week. It sounds like Sorry a. Hear that, Andrew. Were you in juvie? Whoa, is lights out a movie or is it it's a, a phrase? <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movement. It's a, what? It's a movement. I was making a bad joke. <laughs> then you yawned. <laughs> yeah, even I couldn't be asked to go on with it. I like. I went on your Twitter. <laughs> you promised to stream after this. What are you gonna do now? Oh boy, and, you know I'm gonna work hard. <laughs> It's going to happen, even if it's 10 streaming, minutes of me apologizing. Does streaming, like, uh, what's the word, like, fill you with energy, energize you? It In the beginning. So what, usually when I start for the first couple hours, I get amped up and happy. Jesus. But then 
depending on the game, I can get pretty drained. I can only go for like five hours, then I get a little tired, you know, my stamina isn't what it used to be. Kaya, you mock me, but I usually stream for about five hours. <laughs> God. Yeah, let's think about a five fun. minute I, I genuinely really like doing it. I don't do it just to entertain people. No, I know. I, I, I respect that. I'm not ripping yeah. on you. Yeah. You're up, Jackson. Uh, yeah. This one comes from Night Rider, Night One Rider, who says this can be read by Jackson. Hello, I am esports legend Night One Rider, and I have a question for the cast. Have you ever listened or watched your parents have sex? If so, did you masturbate? Zachary Backman. This is from Zachary Backman, at, aka Night One Rider. Hopefully, this question hasn't been done yet. Smiley face. No, I never had a dad. Uh, no. <laughs> Mine, mine is but, very. But if he did answer. have a dad, he would watch them have sex and he would masturbate. No, I, I'd wait for him to leave the family again. <laughs> the, the answer is also no for me. I am, I am almost high confident my parents have not even had sex after I was born. So, no. He watches really? and waits. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, Dick I, in I, hand. There's a condenser so mic no. at the door. Come on, do something. <laughs> Come on. This next, well, oh, there it is. This next one comes from Casper Poluar. Yeah, you got okay. it. Okay. He says, hey, boys, longtime listener, first time patroner. I am a dairy farmer from Estonia and listen to your podcast oh. while working. So thanks for helping me through some boring days. I would name my bulls after you, but I can only raise one at a time because they turn gay otherwise. And that is <laughs> for your business. That's anyway. an awesome fact. Is that true? I, I don't know. I think he might have been making a joke. I don't know. Is he even a dairy farmer? He's not even from Estonia. Does he, does he even listen to the podcast? All of this is up in the... Up in the air. Anyways, I, I, would, well, I really want that to so be So we true. had our first child, and we were afraid of having another in case they turned gay. <laughs> Any, <laughs> That's incredible. Anyways, I would just like to thank you for entertaining content and hope you have uh, Alex on this on someday again for the hundredth time. Episodes with him are my favorites, even though I am not even his subscriber. Much love from Estonia, and keep on trucking. Well, Alex has his own podcast now. I don't know if you guys saw, but he, he's I on yeah. uh, Sardonicast. Sardonica. Shout out yeah. to those boys. Check them out. And please yep. name a bull after me. Well, we could we could throw it to him. Alex, how's your new podcast going? Oh, that's cool. great. That's great, man. Yeah, pretty cool. Sure. Anyway. I'm happy to hear that. Casper, Alex. name a bull after me, motherfucker. I just wanna I, I want a bull out there. <laughs> I want I want a bull. It's <laughs> really goddamn funny. Well, we can't have too many or they turn gay. You know, happens every day. I love You're that. up, Jackson. So this one comes from Lauren Middell, who says, Hey guys, I've been a patron for almost a year now. Thank wait a minute. That. But I'm so bad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm calling out Casper. How does that make sense? So you have, if you only have bulls and they turn gay, if you have more than one, does that mean you don't have any cows on farm? In which case, how are you a dairy farmer? Well, no, no, no. So, so he probably has one bull to inseminate the cows. Yeah. So he yeah. can get the milk. So he probably can't have more than one bull, otherwise they fuck each other. No, but there's cows to fuck. Why, they, why would they turn to each other? I don't think you understand the dynamics at play of cow yeah, and bull. Bulls are just too hot Kaya. to one another? Is yeah. It? All right. Bulls are pro- prolifically fucking bisexual. All right. <laughs> Does not matter. I'm sorry, Casper. Yeah, just, or just gay. 
I mean, I'm making this up. I don't know if it's true, but I'm assuming. <laughs> You're saying it with confidence. That That's enough for me. Cow, cows are just explicitly sexual in everything. All right, so taking it from the top, this one's from Lauren Medell, who says, Hey guys, I've been a patron for almost a year now. Thank you. But I'm so bad with my email, I always miss sending in something to read. Since this is pretty much my first one, I wanted to say thank you to all of you for making me smile and laugh constantly. I mean this sincerely. If any of you are ever in the Pittsburgh area, let me know and I'd love to show you around. That's so sweet, Lauren. Earlier, thank Lauren, you. I'll hit you up. Thank you, Lauren. This is from... I love the name Lauren. I've always liked that name. If you love that name, I think this name's better. This is from Samuel Sackerson. <laughs> no, no, I like no, Lauren better. more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lauren's way better. I, I'm with, some kind of gay bull. I'm, I'm with Sam on this one. Uh, I'd like to shout out my boys Deep South Ghost Adventures. Keep hunting and grunting. Love, Sam. <laughs> Agreed. Go, go Deep South Ghost Adventures. Godspeed. Thank, thank you, Sam. This comes from Hayden Malone. Apparently, I am autistic because I just kind of sent a message <laughs> not knowing I had to reply to this. Anyway, I'll leave you with the shitty humdinger I tell everyone. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they if, because if they flew over the bay, they'd be called bagels. Hayden, please cancel your patronage. It was a, it was a good run, Hayden. It really was. Really I can confirm you are autistic, but we still love you and your money. This next one comes from Sponge Nito. Brother of Peef Spogdar. <laughs> Sponge Nito. Uh, when cutting toenails, do you cut half off then the rest off, or do you try and get it all in one snip? I go in the segments. All in one snip. Uh, I guess. I. Well, I mean, what kind of cutting utensils do you use? I use a regular, like, scissor thing. Toe clipper. Nail clip. Oh, ew. Nail clippers, bro. Yeah. Those are just so much more difficult to me. I can never I cut cutting. through the nail. With the regular scissors? Yeah, you gotta have to, like, get a good scissor. Can't, like, get the kind of shit you get in kindergarten, like the plastic scissors. <laughs> the safety scissors. I feel like you need something super yeah. sharp, like some chef's, chef's scissors or something. This next one comes from Luke Mooney. Follow me on Twitter at a white Randy Moss. I'm shouting out myself. I believe this is the first time anyone has done it. If not, then this is really lame. Long live the scrodies. Not Fair Luke, enough. you are the only one playing the system correctly. Yeah. You are <laughs> playing it correctly, however, you are not the first to shout himself out. We had a girl shouting out her game a while back. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah that is correct. Yeah, so this is really lame. Yeah. <laughs> very very don't, lame. Don't Luke. ever don't ever feel embarrassed though. The shout outs are for you people. It's it's your time in the spotlight. Yeah, write whatever for, you want. Yeah, for patronizing us. Yeah. Well, this is from Anthony. <laughs> patronizing. <laughs> I just realized that yeah, that yeah. All right, next one is from Anthony, and it's from me. He says, What do Kaya and Hassani Sabah, founder of the Order of the Assassins, have in common? The former is a descendant of the latter, and both have planned your demise via poisoned hashish for generations. Charlie F. Nord Kaya, what's the best snack food in Germany? Oh, shit, there's so much. Uh... What's F Nord mean? Yeah, what, what, is, what did for? any of what that said? <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck the any of that was. The word assassin comes from like Hashashin from the Hassani Sabah who founded the Hashashin, basically. Meaning. <laughs> what, Jesus. And apparently, apparently F Nord is disinformation or irrelevant information intending to misdirect with the implication of a conspiracy. Who the fuck is this patron? It's, it's Anthony. Anthony. It's Anthony. I know, but when did Anthony join ISIS? 
He did. <laughs> this, is, this is some deep shit. <laughs> How do you not know about the Hashashin? Hang on. It's literally the Wikipedia article on assassins. How do you not know this? I can't say. It comes from an Islamic sect formerly known as the Nizari Ismailis, often described as a secret order led by the mysterious old man of the mountain, the Nizari Ismailis from the late 11th century after the split Ismailism, a branch of Shia Islam. Assassins. I I get that, but... (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) I I get that, but let me lay out this message to you. Let Let me lay out this message to you. He has a question of you and a historical leader... And then to point out in common, he says that you're both, that you're a descendant of the latter <laughs> and both want to kill Charlie, I think, with poisoned yeah. hashish, which I don't think Charlie has even ever thought about, let alone ate. <laughs> and then he crams in F Nord, which I don't believe is all catabolized like that, and asks what your favorite snack is in Germany. Well, What's your favorite snack? I, I, I really don't get what any of this message is. Anthony, my snacks are usually, I take my calories and, you know, drinks, so, you know, uh, cola, vanilla, really, I guess. Does it count as a snack? Drinks? Like, yeah, counts as a bad choice. Hmm? Yeah, that's so. Well, all snacks are pretty much bad choices. Snack food is yeah. bad choices. Yeah. yeah, snacking in general is bad. Take us home, Andrew. This is from Matt Frere. I just wanted to let you know that I have been using the Blue Apron service for a few weeks now, and I want to let everyone know that it lives up to the hype that all the official boys give it. If you haven't heard already, visit blueapron.com slash official, and you will get $30 off your first order. Again, that is blueapron.com slash official. I would like to ask Jackson if he would like to have a Blue Apron copyright dinner with me. <laughs> oh, Definitely, Andrew. I would love to. It wasn't. It wasn't Andrew. It was Matt. It, yeah, that was Matt that asked. But I, I swear to God, Blue Apron better fucking love us because <laughs> out of all of our sponsors, they get ten times as much yeah. good service. They get their yeah. money's worth. Yeah. And so do you if you use blueapron.com/slash/official. It was all one big ad. There were all the shoutouts were one big. There ad. were no messages this week. <laughs> Fooled you. Go to blueapron.com to see how we did it. Behind the scenes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's all of them. Yeah. yeah before, before we end, I want to shout out Bryce. Bryce, if you're listening, uh, good job with your commendation from the Eagle Scouts. Oh, I ho- Did you pay We're for that? You. Did you pay for that on Patreon? <laughs> Is this a letter you've been wanting to write for ages now? Yeah. yeah yes. You wrote it. Thank you, Bryce. Well, thank you for your service. Well, I mean, you're an Eagle good Scout. Job, it's no big deal, but... <laughs> Good job, everyone listening. <laughs> Great work, R- regardless of what you did. I, Congratulations! High fives and uh, nutsack shakes. <laughs> I love you in my heart and my balls. Right. Proud Good of night. all of you. Bye. <laughs> see you. Goodbye. See you, everyone. See you next week. Bye.